0: Dear Muscovites and guests to our capital, the the Moscow Metro is a a form of transportation which involves a heightened level of danger. A notice in the Metro, Metro 2033. Chapter 1, The End of the Earth. The End of the Earth. Who's there? Artyom, go have a look. Artyom rose reluctantly from his seat on the fire, and shifting the machine gun from his back to his chest, headed towards the darkness. He stood right at the edge of the lightened area, and then as loudly and threatening as he could, he clicked the slide of his gun shouted roughly stop, password he could hear quick staccato footsteps in the darkness where moments ago he'd heard a strange frightening a strange rustle in a hollow sounding murmuring someone was retreating into the depths of the tunnel Frightened away by Artyom. Artyom's gruff voice and rattling of his weapon. Artium hurried hurriedly returned to the fire and flung an answer at Pyotri Adri Adramich. Nope no one came forward, no response. They just ran off. You idiot. You were clearly told, if they don't respond, then shoot immediately. How do you know who that was? Maybe the Dark Ones are getting closer. No, I don't think they were people. The sounds were really strange, and the footsteps weren't human either. What? You think I don't know what human footsteps sound like in any way? When have the Dark Ones ever run off like that? You know it yourself, and Andreevich. Lately, they've been lunging forward without hesitation. They, attack a, they attacked a patrol with nothing but their bare hands, marching straight into machine gun fire. But this thing, it ran off straight away like some kind of scared animal alright Artyom you are too smart for your own good but you've got instructions so follow them don't think about it maybe it was a scout and now it knows how few of us are here and how much ammunition they need they might just wipe us out here and now for fun put a knife to her throat and butchered the entire station just like at Palazizistia and all just because you didn't get rid of that that rat. Watch it. Next time I'll make you run after them into the tunnel. It made Artyom shudder to imagine the tunnel beyond the 700th meter, meter. It was horrifying just to think about it. No one had the guts to go beyond the 700th meter to the north. Patrols had made it to the 500th, and having illuminated the boundary post with the spotlight on the trolley and convinced themselves that no scum had crossed it, they hastily returned. Even the scouts, big guys, former Marines, would stop at the 600th and 80th meter, and 80th meter. They'd turn their burning cigarettes into their cupped palms and stand stock still, clinging to their night vision instruments, and then they'd slowly, quietly head back without taking their eyes off the tunnel and never turning their backs to it. They were now on patrol at the 450th meter, 50 meters from the boundary post. The boundary was checked once a day and today's inspection had been completed several hours ago. Now their post was the outermost and since the last check, the beast, that the last patrol might have scared off would have certainly began to crawl closer once again. They were drawn to the flank, to people. Arkham settled back down into a sea nest. So what actually happened at of Ziff's scalia? Although he already knew this bloody, curdling story, from the traitors at the station. He had an urge to hear it again, like a child who feels an irrepressible urge to hear scary stories about headless mutants and dark ones who did not kill children. At what? You didn't hear about it. It was a strange story, strange and frightening. First their scouts began disappearing off into the tunnels and didn't come back. Granted, their scouts were complete completely green, nothing like ours, but then again their station's smaller. A lot less people live there. Well, used to live there. So anyhow, anyway, their scouts start disappearing. One detachment leaves and vanishes. At first they thought something was holding them up up there. The tunnel twists and turns just like it does here. Artyom felt ill at ease when he heard these words, and neither the patrols, neither the patrols nor those at the station could see anything. No matter how much light they threw at it, no one appeared. For half an hour, in for an hour, then two, they they wondered where the scouts could have gone, they were only going one kilometer in, they weren't allowed to go any further in any way, they aren't total idiots, long story short, they couldn't wait to find out, they sent reinforcements who searched and searched shouted and shouted, but it was all in vain. The patrol was gone. The scouts had vanished, and it wasn't just that. No one had seen what had happened to them. The worst part was that they hadn't heard a sound. Not a sound. There was no trace of them whatsoever. Ardeon was already beginning to regret that he had asked Poetry, Andreevich to recount the story of Pauzeskaya. Poetry, Andreevich was either better informed or was embellishing the story somewhat. But, in any case, he was telling details of the sort that the traders couldn't have dreamed. Despite being masters of true enthusiasts, Of storytelling. The story's details sent a chill over Markham's skin, and he began and he became uncomfortable, even sitting next to the fire, any rustling from the tunnel. Even the most innocent were now exciting his imagination. So there you have it, they hadn't heard any gunfire. So they decided that the scouts had simply left them. Maybe they were dissatisfied with something and had decided to run. So, to hell with them. If it's an easy life they want, if they want to run around with all kinds of riffraff and then let them run around to their heart's content. It was simpler to see it in that way. Easier but though a week later yet another scout team disappeared and they weren't supposed to go any farther than half a kilometer from the station and again the same story not a sound no trace like they'd vanished into thin air so then they started getting worried back at the station now they had a real mess on their hands Two squadrons had disappeared within a week. They had to do something about it. Meaning, they have to take measures. Well, they set up a cordon at the 300th meter. They dragged the sandbags to the cordon, set up machine guns and spotlight, and a spotlight. According to the rules of fortification, they sent a runner to Bagabaya to warn them that, as they said, trouble was afoot, and to ask for help should anything happen. first runner had only just made it to Bagabaya, and the people there were still considering their answer. When a second runner arrived at Begabaya, lathered in sweat and said that there were Single, lathered, of a single shot. Every last one of them had been slaughtered, and it was as if they'd been butchered in their sleep. That's what was scary. But they wouldn't have fallen asleep not after the scare they'd had. Not to mention that. Orders and the instructions. At this point, the people of Bagabaya understood that if they did nothing, the same story would begin in their and the woods as well. They equipped a strike force of veterans, about a hundred men, machine guns, and grenade launchers. Of course, that all took a bit of time—about a day and a half. But all of a sudden, they dispatched the group to go and hell. And when the group entered full of scalia, there wasn't a living soul to be seen. There weren't even bodies, just blood everywhere. There you go. And who knows who the hell did it? I, for one, don't believe that humans are capable of such things. And what happened to Bogabaya? Artyom's voice sounded unusual, unlike it, unusual, unlike him. Nothing happened to me. They saw what the deal was and exploded the tunnel that led to Pzestia. Polzestia. I hear forty meters worth of tunnel is collapsed there. No digging through it without special machinery. Even with machinery, I bet you wouldn't get very far. And where are you going to find that kind of machinery anyhow? Our machinery rotted away 15 years ago.